Welcome to Career Chats, a show about personal growth and building sustainable careers for developers. Every week, Swix and Randall hyper-focus on one key idea that may change your life. They do it all in less than 10 minutes. So let's get started. Hey, everyone. Today, we're going to talk about this awesome concept that Swix has talked about a lot in public. Um, and it's I think it's really relevant to me because for so many years, I tried to learn in secret. And he has this amazing concept of learning in public. So tell us a little about it. Uh, thanks. So I, I got this idea from other people, I think primarily Kelsey Hightower, but uh, you know, it kind of goes back all the way to uh, NASA. NASA also does it in their in their uh, Really? NASA? Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a blog post about how NASA does learn in public within for knowledge transfer within their organization. And that's the first instance that I found uh, online. Um, and it's this idea that I think most people lurk and don't really sort of put out any uh, content of their own. Um, on Wikipedia, mm-hmm. they call it the 1% rule of internet culture, which is only 1% of a, of a total audience actually creates anything. Uh, and the rest kind of just lurk and, or, or, and you know, maybe even comment. Um, Scott Hanselman from Microsoft calls it dark matter developers. Like, you know, they're there because you see them in terms of downloads <laughs> and like star counts and like they exist. It's, they just don't give any, any form of visible light. Um, and, and, uh, it's kind of, it's kind of like that, like, you know, what do we do to turn ourselves from dark matter into into like a, a star that, that like sort of warms the environment around us and like sort of you know that other people can see and actually point our starships towards? Yeah. Um, and I think I think this is a this is a outcome like we 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 aren't to blame for this because uh, our the schooling systems that we are that we put in um, teach us to learn in private our entire lives. You know what I mean? Like it's a zero sum. Like let's all let's all study for this test. Let's all you know try to do better than our peers. Um, and it's it's very much like not collaborative. It, 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 it you know it, it could be a lot more collaborative and it could be a lot more open. Wow, I've never um, thought so, about so th- that because I was homeschooled. <laughs> so I've never really thought about how we kind of train people to learn in private. That's really interesting. We we do, and I think I think there's a lot to be said, and probably a different episode about how uh, the rules of the, the the game for for school prepare you very, very poorly for the, the different rules of real life as an adult. Um, but anyway, so, so yeah, like this, it's this, it's this idea that instead of going 100% private, you should try to be 1%, 5%, or even 10% public. So I'm not saying like broadcast every, every living moment of every You're not saying be the Kardashians. <laughs> right. Um, I'm, just, I'm just saying like you could probably benefit quite a bit from opening up part of your learning process and it's 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 uh it's definitely a a form of like sort of what i call learning exhaust like uh whatever you're whatever you're trying to learn uh you can actually sort of uh uh blog or or put out in a uh in a talk or um or create some kind of library or youtube video um and and i think Essentially, I think the, the the main concept, like whatever form it takes, the main principle behind that is that you should make the thing that you wish you had found. Um, actually, uh, when I when I read about some SEO articles, apparently, like that's a really good way. Like when you type something into Google, and the first few links don't really give you what you want, that's a hint that you should write it. Interesting. You know I mean? like that, that, um, and like I personally do that. Like you get to a point if you do this enough that Google becomes. Like it starts working for you because you could just like punch in <laughs> something that you want into Google and your thing will probably pop up. Um, and that's that's a really good uh, thing to aspire to. Um, 
And and really, like for example, you know, one of one of the strategies that really worked for me is essentially just document what you did and 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 the problems that you solved, right? Like, um, so it's kind of like sending a message message back in time to to you in the past. Um, and I think that that's the that's the mode that you're trying to explain yourself to, like me from three months ago. But really, uh, because you're gonna forget most of this, it actually also is a message to your future self, like, hey, like this is what I know at this current point in time. Um, so I think I think that's that's an interesting idea, and I think for me, like the the the, the key sort of tipping point, because you can't write down everything. Uh, the key, the key tipping point is that the third time you look up or reference something. Um, even if there's like a definitive blog post somewhere else, right? You can just like make the make a resource for yourself, and and you can go like, all right, this is this is the everything that I've known, everything that I found useful on this concept or idea or uh, library or whatever. Um, and then you know that will be your sort of growing base of knowledge. And I think that's a that's an interesting um, way to build not a second brain, essentially. Um, this is great. I, think- <laughs> I feel like I'm getting your blog post secrets right now. <laughs> It is. It is, and and it, I think there's a movement toward from blog posts towards a digital garden, which I kind of like a lot. Um, and it's this idea that like a blog post is always final, like it has a date on it, and it's meant to be complete. And you sort of send it out to people and and all that. It's, there's this finality which doesn't exist when with human beings. Like humans are constantly evolving. I have opinions that I change all the time. Uh, I might be wrong on things, and then just realize like, hey, I need to add on stuff. Like you can edit blog posts, sure, but. I think the the expectation is totally different in the digital garden where you're just like tending to different plants all growing at different paces um, and they're never finished. Like you're, you're just like, this is the state of my garden right now. You can come walk in, you can, you can explore what I have. Um, but it, like, please understand that it's, it's always a work in progress. And I think that's more realistic for how people learn and how people uh, should, should share their knowledge as well. Um, and I think part of that, I also kind of call it like, uh, you know, it's a it's a it's a it's a thing that you do for yourself like uh so so a lot of people like they get very discouraged when they write their first blog they, they read the, the learning public essay and they're like okay i'm gonna do it and then they, they tag me on their tweet and they go like look 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 i did something great and i'm like great like you did you know don't but you're you're seeking approval from me and the whole point is that you should not seek approval from anyone but yourself right so like i always say what i say about this is like don't judge your results by claps retweets stars upvotes cla- you know whatever like these all gamification mechanisms that um remove your ability to evaluate the quality of your own work and you you start hinging your own sort of self-worth on other people uh, and that's never a healthy way to live so the biggest beneficiary will always be future you so you just just try to write for future you and try to be better than you were before yesterday. And I think that's a that's a sustainable way to to, to do this. It's um, funny you and, bring yeah. that up because I've deleted all my blog posts from when I was a junior developer and now I so regret it because I wish I could read them. And <laughs> it's true that the biggest beneficiary of my blog posts as a junior engineer was me in the future because of that my future employer actually found me because I had an online presence of posting all about my boot camp experience. So I really did benefit from that because I got my first job. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's also, it's also a way of like, sort of um, like no one will ever read your post as closely as you, like everyone else is skimming because that's just how we do things these days. <laughs> um, so you actually learn the most, like it's, it's always that, that, that thing about like how, you know, when you teach, like you're actually the, the person teaching actually learns the most yes. instead of like the student, which is, yeah. which is pretty I weird. love that. It's always true. And it's definitely, <laughs> It's hard to do because you, you know, there is kind of, I think that leads into, there's like so much criticism online. So like, what do you think? Like, what about the critics? 
Yeah, uh, the phrase that I have for that is try your best to be right, uh, but don't worry when you're wrong. So it's it kind of like mixes this balance. So a lot of people have this criticism of learning public as like, oh, it just creates a bunch of overnight experts. They read, they read, you know, they they read a bunch of docs and have no real experience in it, and they just like write a bunch of blog posts. And I definitely don't want to be a champion for those kind that kind of activity. Like, um, you should try your best, always try your best, uh, but. At the same time, you have to ship, right? Like if you try, if you mm-hmm. wait for perfection, then you never ship. So that's that's a uh, and that's something that I, I kind of frame in this in this idea of like your ego, right? Your your ego. What is what does your ego uh, functionally do for you? Like it protects present you at the expense of future you. Like it like sort of yeah. Uh, your ego wants perfection, so it stops you from shipping anything. Your ego wants to be adored, so you fear critics. But uh, I think that the main sort of the main way that you uh, deal with this is that you divorce your ego from your work. Like your sense of self worth uh, is not put inside of you know, any particular thing that you put out. Um, so people, when people criticize your work, they're not criticizing you; they're just criticizing you from before, who didn't know as much as you could today. Um, and and sort of like the way that I sum up all this this sort of line of thinking is that you can learn so much on the internet for the low low price of your ego. Um, and if it's not saying to it's it's not saying to have no ego or sort of no like there's there's cer- there's definitely a certain form of level of abuse that you should not take and you should you should push back on, um, but you can turn critics into your, your your biggest critics into your biggest mentors um, if you are if you're willing to listen to them and I think I I, I found that to to work time and time again. Uh, Paul Graham has a, has a related essay that I'm going to link in the show notes called uh, "Keep Your Identity Small," which I think is a, is a really good formula for uh, basically reducing a circle of concern, increasing a circle of influence in a lot of aspects of our lives. I love that. I think I definitely, when I started out as an engineer, I was just so scared to post anything online. And it was true that it was really at the expense of myself. So, but I mean, the hard thing as a junior engineer is that you're kind of scared of doing this and you don't really know how to do it. So what do you suggest, like are different ways for people to learn in public when they're kind of starting out or even when they're, you know, an engineer later in their career, but they haven't really learned in public, learned in public before. Yeah, so uh, I kind of view it in terms of actions. So write, speak, uh, ask and answer, uh, make, clone, teach, draw, and I think these are all sort of actions that you can take. And uh, I, I go into more detail in the blog post, uh, but essentially, like be actually engaging, en- engaging in a creative way, like make things with with the stuff that you know, uh, and that friction will actually drive you to to learn better and learn faster. Um, and I think. I think once you're once you're comfortable as a creator, uh, as as someone who does learn in public, I think then then the the most recent insight that I've had about this is that um, instead of turning instead of doing a, a sequence of one off things, you can turn that into something that's persistent that, that actually builds on top of each other uh, for years and years. And I think that's something that I, I accidentally stumbled onto with my React and TypeScript cheat sheets, which I just started out as like here's a here's just a, a dumping ground for stuff I want to <laughs> copy and paste. Uh, but it turns out that you know other people also want to copy and paste stuff. And, uh, and then you just build that over time. And that's actually much more scalable because at the end of two years, I have this big body of work that people kind of regard me as, as the expert for instead of like a series of disconnected blog posts, which I think uh, that's, a, that's, a, that's a recent insight that I've had about learning public. I love that. That's awesome. Is there anything else you want to add to this? Uh, I obviously have a lot of thoughts on this. Uh, I wrote a lot of this in my book, but it's also I also made it available as a free chapter. So if you head to learninpublic.org, yes, I have the .org, uh, you can <laughs> learn more about why it works. I think the human psychology behind this is also super interesting. So I definitely recommend it, and it's changed my life. 
Great. Well, thank you for listening and we'll put that in the show notes. So go take a look. Thanks for listening to Career Chats with Swicks and Randall. If you have any feedback or questions, scroll to the bottom of the show notes for the link. If you like the podcast, make sure to tell a friend.